Hello and welcome to Coffee Lovers Radio. I'm your host, Joseph, sitting here with Jesse. And for the first time in like 500 years, we're recording in the morning. Yeah, it has really been like not quite 500 years, but pretty close to that. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever seen you this early in the morning. <laughs> I didn't know and I could be 10, awake. Or whatever it is. It's, <laughs> it's 10 to not, 9. It's not 10. Yeah, it's like almost 9. Well, yeah. welcome to the, the midday, <sighs> mid-morning brunch episode of <laughs> Coffee Lovers Radio. Something like that. Even if you're listening to it while you go to sleep. Yeah, I don't think we should ever do this over food again. We did one episode where you were eating. That was a funny one. We also did the pie episode. Oh, that's right. And that was also around this yep. time. Yeah, yeah, I was going to bring that up. Yeah. So, speaking of around this time... Thanksgiving! Yay. Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday. Holidays, but yeah, Thanksgiving is wonderful. I it's love my it. favorite holiday. Are you doing anything fun for Thanksgiving? Um, no, that's... The, well, yes, it's fun because I'm not doing anything. I'm <laughs> very much looking forward do, to it. Do you have a day off? Are you taking... Oh, yeah. Is this one yeah. of the two days off a year you get? Well, I get three. I get oh. Thanksgiving, Christmas, and New Year's. Oh. So this is the season of getting days off for me. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait. Which um, is funny because isn't it also like the busiest time of year? It is, but for coffee, it's interesting because it's busy, 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 and then it just it drops off. You know, a lot of cafes are closed for those holidays and stuff oh, like that. So okay. as far as roasting and our regular schedule goes, it's uh, that's it's definitely a nice little drop. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's it's not nice when you're not predicting it, but you know, five years in, it's. Uh, mm -hmm. We're able to pretty much understand that you know our sales are going to go down thirty percent that week, and that means a day off or two. Yeah, so I'm going to do a big, uh, big family Thanksgiving. Yeah, thing. you're taking the choo-choo train, aren't you? That's right, the choo-choo. Oh, <laughs> taking the choo-choo. Choo-choo <laughs> choose you. <laughs> I'm totally going to do some recording from the train. I'm even thinking about. Did I tell you about this? I'm going to get the vest and the scarf. <laughs> and, and I'm going to try and find, like, a cheap pipe so I can sit there on the window of the train. <laughs> yes. Mm. Drinking your green mountain Drinking. instant coffee on the Amtrak. <laughs> no, no, no. I've no, had so some of the most memorable cups of coffee on the Amtrak from Colorado to Sacramento. Mm -hmm. Just waking up in the morning. and I love coffee on the train, no matter yep. how good or bad it is. Yep, especially when you put some whiskey in it. It's fantastic. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. also probably pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I do have a good travel brewing option that I'm going to bring with me. So I'm actually I'm going to yeah. do some actual wild turkey reviews. <laughs> uh, they have hot water. Yeah, we'll talk about that later when we're not recording ourselves. Joseph. The trains have hot water. They why? Why would we not want to ramble on a show? I think people have missed this. We've it's been true. we've been like too pointed about our subjects lately. Mm. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. <laughs> It's my favorite holiday because I get to wake up with a nice cup of coffee mm -hmm. and not do anything, knowing full well that I'm just going to cook and eat for the rest of the day and yeah. pass out early with total food belly. Yeah. It's also a great opportunity to share coffee with a lot of people. It is. If you, I mean, if you're having that kind of sort of get together. Right. And it's also a great opportunity to <laughs> hide from all those people. Um, yeah, the holiday coffee is really fun. It's fun to make it for people. It's fun. I mean, there's usually a crowd around. Um, mm -hmm. People are grateful. You know, it's just kind of, it goes well with a lot of food. There's something warm about the cold, you know, warm cup of coffee in the cold. Yeah. November I was trying day. to think about, so for my, uh, for my Thanksgiving, we have, actually, I have no idea how many people we're going to have at the dinner. It's going to be a fair amount, probably. And uh, some people really like coffee. Some are just enjoy coffee, but don't 
you know, it's just a thing to them and some people don't like coffee at all. Um, and uh, I don't really worry too much about the people who don't like coffee because that's no. their loss. But if you're really getting into specialty coffee, it's kind of a nice opportunity to True. just make them try it because mm -hmm. you're trying all sorts of good food. Absolutely. Um, and um, so I'm bringing, I'm bringing a bunch of different coffees with me just because I have them. But I started thinking about, okay, well, what am I gonna, what am I gonna serve? Like, what's gonna be the morning coffee? What's gonna be, are we gonna do like a before the dinner? Is there gonna be something during the dinner? Is it gonna be after the dinner? Right. What kind of foods is it gonna go with? Like that sort of thing. Just trying to figure out what coffees um, will be suitable for those sorts of situations. Right. I mean, it's kind of, it's a good time to experiment. I think a lot of people, um, I don't know, afternoon coffee is really nice. I think a really nice, bright, single origin, pour over kind of afternoon to kind of brighten things up. And, mm -hmm. and That's kind of like bridging on the, the sort of uh, uh, wine roll. Yeah, it's just, it's the, it's the roll just before wine to me. Yeah. So, like, I don't know, I, I always, actually, I love waking up and having a perfect cup of coffee and, mm -hmm. and really enjoying that and doing something special. You know, we've had, like, some of our super coffees and things like that that we, that we roast and really, um, and for me, like, we had the Yemen and it's like, this is my victory coffee, so we're going to yeah. roast that and just drink that all season long. Yeah, and so exactly. it's like this cup of coffee that makes me feel really good about myself and that's, that's like, the perfect coffee, I think, for midday mm. Thanksgiving. You know, something that you can really enjoy. It's after dinner, I don't know. I like a darker roast, I think, after dinner. Mm. Is it blasphemy to say that in Seattle? Um, it doesn't have to be, like, super dark, but I just, the, there's not much of a palate Something left. richer? Something richer, yeah. Um, and I love experimenting with, like, half-calf half blends. Mm -hmm. Getting mm -hmm. a couple things and making a, making a little blend like that so it's just not quite the caffeine hit when you know you just need to sleep. And you don't want to... I don't like waking up from a caffeine high, like, in the middle of the night with a food coma. So I think it was three years ago we, were, we mentioned the pie episode before. I think that was three years ago. Right. And kind we of developing how we develop a yeah. blend. So we, we made a, we sort of made a blend. Well, we're going to get into blends later. But the point is that we made this coffee to go with pumpkin pie. Right. Because the idea because was we were going to have it yep. after dinner with dessert. Right. And so, and that wasn't a particularly dark coffee that we did that year, but it was, um, it's definitely heavy on the Brazil and kind of the nuttiness and, mm -hmm. and chocolate flavors. Um, not a really light roast, but certainly, you know, light medium. Yeah. Um, usual. Um, and, and aside from the coffee that you choose, how you make it also makes a difference as well. Totally. I've had, um, I have a coffee right now from Baddorf and Bronson, actually, that I'll be bringing with me. It's an Ethiopian, and I've made it on the Kaleida, I've made it on the Chemex, and I've made it on this sort of hybrid French press thing. Um, and it's completely different on all three of them. Like just, right. <laughs> if you had them side by side in cups, it would be completely different coffees to you and you'd be like, what? Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I, I think mean, that yeah, we're talking about like deeper flavors and stuff. If you're doing like an after dinner coffee, my inclination would be to, you know, search for something and that would go well in a French press, right. serve all in a French press probably, something like that. Yeah, uh, it kind of depends on who you're serving coffee to and how many people. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, I often just go to the big dripper you know, or something like that, or you know, that works. bring out the home dripper. If there's a dozen people there and they all want a cup of coffee, it's, I don't, I like I've been caught in that situation being a coffee guy and, yeah. it, and it happens a lot, but I get caught in the situation where it's like, oh, let's make coffee. Okay, we have, you know, 40 French presses to make. I mean, there's a, there's this <laughs> fall feast I went to yeah. three years ago now and I was gonna make coffee for them and they had French presses um, and it was Spanish coffee. Mm -hmm. So at least we're making concentrate, but there was literally 35 drinks that we made. 
Yeah. And it was like, you know, celebrating the fall season, eat, 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 friends, you know, drinking all the stuff, then time for Spanish coffee, and all of a sudden I had to work for an hour grinding <laughs> on a blade grinder, making French presses with boiling water, and, you know, it's always water and, and heat, and so it's like you're always, you're always waiting for this stuff to boil, and so it was a lot of work. And so for me, like, it's more about relaxing and everybody getting service at the same time. If there's a, I did this a uh, something like this one winter a couple of years ago. Um, this wasn't it wasn't Thanksgiving, but it was like in January, February. It was, it was early February because uh, it was my buddy's birthday, and we uh, got a cabin out near Mount Rainier um, to do snowshoeing and chill out. Not, you know, there was a hot tub and everything. But I made I wanted to make coffee for everyone in the morning. I had my AeroPress with me. Right, AeroPress. Yeah, exactly. One so at a time. I made eight AeroPresses. In a row, and I was literally arrow pressing for forty-five minutes. Right, it's not very relaxing. <laughs> no. you know. Well, it was fun to show people, like people like watching. Oh, totally. And yeah. you know, we had this like conversation going the whole time. No doubt. But by the time I got to my coffee, everyone else was done. Right. <laughs> and I'm sitting here like, ah, oh, good. Now I can sit back and oh. Oh. Yep. <laughs> Drink the whole thing. And then you realize oh, the recipe wasn't that good. You could have been brewing it yeah, the whole exactly. time. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Dang it. <laughs> Um, um, I like this coffee. This coffee yeah, is amazing. It is. Like what it? do we have? This is our new super coffee. Uh, we got to get on our marketing department about it, but it's uh, mm -hmm. it's from 90 plus, the brand 90 plus. Um, it's a natural Ethiopian from Guji. <sighs> oh, it's so good. We've talked about 90 plus before. Fantastic producers. Yeah. We love them to death. Um, oh, yes. Yeah, I think you did a This video, is the Chembe. I did yeah. a video on this. Yeah. Yes. This is, um, this is coming off different, I think. Have you changed it a little nope, bit? Nope, this is actually the same batch that you had. Oh, so the same it's just, batch. Yeah, it's just okay, a, so it's just a little bit later. Yeah, it's just, you know, 200 years old. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's, well, it's three weeks, I think. It's pretty good for brewing. Yeah, no, this is, uh, this is fantastic. Um, it settled down a lot. It was a much cleaner brew on the Chemex. Anyways. Yeah. Um, uh, so, but back to the French press. I like the, um, one of the things I like about a French press, especially around the holidays, is kind of the show of it. Yeah, because it's got it's got this kind of like fanciness to it, and you get two or three and cups you, of coffee out of it. Yeah, you, you make, yeah. put it together, you stick it on the table, and there's like the coffee thing brewing there, and then you get to do the press thing. And people who aren't like into coffee, it's like totally. this super awesome. They're thing. totally impressed. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's our awkward ending. <laughs> no, we're not. There's so much more to talk about. There is. So all right, so brew method. It's nice to be selfish and brew just the cup of coffee you want. I think that's where the AeroPress V60 Kalita mm -hmm. come in. Mm -hmm. um, I totally agree. The problem I have with French presses is is the grind. It's really hard to get a proper grind for French press at a lot of places. Mm. Like a lot of people only have their blade grinders, and it's difficult to get that consistent coarse grind. So I feel like the French press tends you, to be a little bit more muddy. You can't necessarily be perfect with it. It's true, but um, I found that ninety five percent people don't. Don't either notice. don't notice or don't care well yeah that's the superstition of this and entire industry yeah. <laughs> so like when when we go on our thanksgiving like what we're about to do yeah. when we go there um where we're going they have a blade grinder and a french press that's how right. we do it and i've i mean i've gotten pretty decent using a blade grinder yeah that sort of thing i got my sort of pulse method down exactly uh, it's it's just a little bit more challenging i mean that's and that's the thing is never underestimate just the power of just a nice you know fairly fresh yeah. roasted coffee fresh ground mm -hmm. brewed with a proper ratio yeah and you know make up the difference in mm -hmm. the ratio based on the grinder that you have and you yeah know, that, that's 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 the root of making a really good cup of coffee at yeah. home it's that's just, also a fairly like 80 20 approach <laughs> to making coffee well yeah get it fresh grind it fresh brew it in the proper ratio right and you'll get at least a b plus yeah 
Yeah. <laughs> if you're in Wisconsin, it's going to be an A+. Plus. They have some good coffee out there, I think. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the culture is there now. A couple of years ago, there were, there were Around the universities, there's some good places. Yeah, yeah they have sense. Collectivo and that of Madison. I don't know. Probably. They're good, they're good people. <sighs> Thanksgiving. Yeah. I can't wait for Thanksgiving. Mm. I really... So much good food. It's hard to do this at home, but actually, I think it'd be really nice if you brought somebody a latte in bed to help them celebrate sleeping in for the first time. What are you can't. It's who's, really who's sleeping. You want someone to bring you a latte. This is what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, okay. I, I think that that's something that's really appreciated. It's hard to do at any, for home. Would any listeners like to uh, bring Jesse a latte in bed Thursday morning? <laughs> Any answers? <laughs> Crickets. <laughs> um, yeah. But I mean that that sort of any, that coziness any kind of, of that, any kind of know? nice made cup of coffee. Yeah. Like, kind of, bring any, your roommate a latte. This is Go like walk down to the cafe with those poor baristas that are yeah. there. On but this is like total like morning. like um, uh, you know separate subject. But just just the making something for someone else has a lot of power. That's all. Yep. I'm excited for Valentine's Day. <laughs> Mostly for the, the podcast or Valentine's yep. Day. I don't remember what we did last year. All the single origins. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's the that's a teaser that the listeners yeah. get to. Um, so let's get uh, back, <laughs> back, back on, to our rough outline. Back on grind. Um, well, and on on the on back to the subject of introducing people to really good coffee. Uh, maybe it's not, maybe it's not too much of a concern, but, um, I certainly will run into, uh, people who have little experience, but a lot of curiosity for the stuff that I do. Um, and if you are looking to make really good coffee for a group of people that isn't experienced, what, what can, what can our listeners think about doing to help introduce like their friends and family to really good coffee when they might be used to just... Coffee as a commodity or something like that. I mean, I think the brew method, I think you're onto something with the brew method being sort of the root of that. It's kind of a little bit of a show. If you're a coffee geek, coffee professional, and you want to show off. I love Chemex. This, to me, is a gorgeous way to brew, and you get a decent amount of coffee out of it. You can, you know, you can get 16 or 18 ounces out of it. Yeah, larger Chemex is really nice. It also shows, like, it's really a nice way. There's a lot of time to talk about why you're doing what you're doing. You can do the cool little double pour at the end and really impress your, you know, there's some bar tricks you can do. Practice that. Beforehand, <laughs> yeah, or yeah. not, because that's part of the funny part of the holidays. Um, is when you accidentally spill, all, spill that, um, all over the counter. Yeah, that poor child, <laughs> he'll never see again. Um, <laughs> everybody's watching so intently. Yeah, uh, yeah. So brewing in a nice way, and just you know, maybe bring a grinder if you're going someplace nearby. You know, bring a grinder with you and, and do something. So bring a coffee setup. People like seeing a coffee setup and uh-huh. wondering why you're using a scale or you know certain issues like that. So if you want to introduce to good people to good coffee and doing kind of a holiday sort of sharing sort of way over a counter, I think you know, yeah, about the brew method. Very good. It's rambling. Do it fancy. Make it fancy. Do it fancy. Yeah. Also have that backup of that home brewer just at home or just on the counter there. So 
So you can just make a whole bunch. So that, basically. you know, everybody just wants a cup of coffee as they're cooking and yeah. they just want to put some cream in it or whatever and just keep Well, that's especially like, back. that's like, probably the morning. Like the morning. It's all People day probably don't yep. care. Yeah. Yeah, unless you want to be hand brewing. Right. For six hours in the day. Yeah. <laughs> Not really. But sometimes, you know, and I think that that's, you have to remember also as a coffee professional that a lot of people really like their, their sweet coffee after dinner too. They like the cream and sugar in their coffee yeah. after yeah. dinner. Yeah, do not be offended when someone takes your um, fancy 90 plus and adds cream and sugar. Right. Um, because it's still going to taste amazing. Right, and it's just what but, they want. Know, they want, yeah, you know, cream and sugar in their coffee. Give them what they want. <sighs> oh, this is so good. <laughs> I always forget how, like... When I drink a coffee like this, it tastes just like juice to me. There's no bitterness or anything like that. But I forget that that's still there. There's still like, there's a, there's a level of, um, there's a bitter sourness yeah. that I just don't really process anymore. Not really. When it, it surprises me when you go to a, a diner or something like that yeah. and you get it and it's like some dirty machine or over extracting. It's like, mm -hmm. ooh, that's a terrible cup of coffee. Yeah. Well, there are like, there are certain negatives like that, like, like. Um, rancid oils, well, right, uh, right. dirtiness, burnt, stuff that will always be pervasive in coffee. But there's like common um, acids and stuff that uh, when, you, when you start drinking coffee black for the first time, uh, you're probably going to be put off by the bitterness. But there's a certain level of that that you just become accustomed to, I think. Right. It's weird that, I mean, total other subject in itself, but right. um, tastes that, that you... The brain just kind of eventually looks over, and then you can suddenly see when you taste this that it tastes like orange juice and vanilla. Yeah, I was gonna go with like uh, mm, tangerine and honey or something like that. It's really good in either case. I can I can see the honey in there, but if I if I like coffee blossom, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Coffee, honey? Are we... Oh, I thought you were looking at your aroma perception things. Anyways. Well, there is coffee. I keep saying I'm going to do food and coffee pairings, and I still haven't done them. I've got a lot of ideas for things I want to get to. Um, <laughs> That's it. Yeah. I get to. You've been listening to coffee lovers. <laughs> I want to do stuff. That was a good episode. Are we done? Yeah. Okay. You have been listening to Coffee Lovers Radio. Please subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. Support the producers. Check out Coffee Lovers Magazine at coffeeloversmag.com and download our app. Also get yourself some fantastic coffee from Conduit Coffee at conduitcoffee.com.